the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and welcome to Monday, the ninth day of January. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two is the the phone number. AllAmericanGold.com is the website. Uh, gold and silver are up again today. Uh, gold right now up nine. 1879, kind of bumping right around uh, that 1878 level that we've been talking about. Uh, we, we've got uh, CPI coming later this week. Jason, that could be another catalyst uh, if that CPI breaks below 7. Yeah, we briefly touched on that today, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a, a very much a lower number. I was looking at the historical chart uh, for the last uh, two years of these CPI numbers, and it doesn't move more than I, – I was thinking it would drop a whole point. I think it could go down to 6.1. I think that we're going to see inflation numbers go down and then whip back up. But these numbers have been coming in kind of gradual, so maybe, I, maybe I'll be a little more conservative. Middle sixes, Joe. I, I can see middle sixes easy, and uh, suddenly everyone's going to cry for uh, – uh, drop those rates, right? Drop those rates. Uh, this will be another one of those things. Again, we're, we're just talking about, hey, gold and silver price here. Uh, the lower the CPI number, probably the higher uh, the gold and silver price uh, go. And that's just simply because people will speculate, hey, the Federal Reserve isn't going to have to go as high as they've been saying on interest rates. Uh, and, again, when, when you don't actually track what you're saying, does it really matter? Right, I mean, the, the the inflation numbers are really nothing more uh, th- than a collection of different numbers adjusted to make it appear better than what they really truly are, and don't actually even reflect the true rate of inflation. And then on top of it, oh by the way, we also like to to uh, not count food and energy in it as well. I mean, j- j- it, it's kind of a sham, but this is where it is. Listen, this is. This is what we have to talk about because this is what the traders put value in. Yeah, Joe, we'll we'll keep watching those uh, those numbers because uh, they are indicators. They do move the markets. A lot of people uh, go strictly off the numbers instead of uh, looking around, maybe making a little more uh, common sense kind of thought process. I mean, gold gold guys, Joe, they're they're common sense guys, but. Even as common sense guys, you, you got to watch those numbers because we can't uh, control those numbers where they go and right. uh, who's going to be buying. So, so we'll have those numbers on Thursday. Uh, those will come out on Thursday. Normally on Mondays we have Joey with us. Uh, we haven't had a show on a Monday in, in a little while. Uh, we're actually working on some technical things. Uh, we're hoping to have them uh, next Monday uh, with the with our YouTube video. Uh, we're just we're we're trying to figure out how we can get them at least with the audio. Hopefully, we'll have that resolved for for next week. But if you're looking uh, to talk to Joey about your investments, you know, 2023, 2022 was not good 
2023. Everybody, I'll say this. If nothing else, Jason, it is going to be a volatile year uh, in 2023. I think there's going to be a lot of, you know, nothing's a straight line. We're going to have a lot of ups and a lot of downs. Probably more downs than ups, but that's why you give Joey a call, 602-909-9048, and make sure your portfolio is adjusted properly because we're still in this rate hiking cycle. And then, of course, the best part is once you got contact with him, hey, he'll reach out to you and let you know, hey, it's time to readjust your portfolio because now we think the Fed's going to go the other way, Jason. Yeah, you know, I was just looking at uh, how much gold was bought in 2022. You you kept bringing that to the air uh, day after day, week after week last year of these huge purchases. In 2022, they bought more. The central banks and governments of the world bought more gold than at any other time. I think 1967 was. And, and the, the comparison would be this, Joe. They were buying tons of gold in 67, and what were they getting prepared for? A huge economic change in 1971, Joe. It looks like we're on the precipice of something really big coming. Yeah, and we really, you know, when you talk about the 67, 68, 69, uh, 1970, huge uh, central bank buying of gold. China came out over the weekend and once again added to its official reserves. This is the second straight month in a row. China last month said, hey, we added 32 tons of gold in November. Uh, they, over the weekend, they said, hey, we've added another 30 metric tons. You know, think about one metric ton of gold is 32,150 ounces. Uh, China adding another 30 metric tons. This is their official holdings. Uh, Jason and I, most people out there believe China has bought significantly more gold than this. But, Jason, this is at least what they're willing to tell the rest of the world that they have uh, in, as far as gold reserves. Right. And if this heads towards some sort of a situation where gold is going to be a part of doing business internationally, I know Russia is, is pushing really hard for this sort of thing. So they're trying to cozy up big time to China. That means that all this buying has a very strong purpose, Joe, and we'll, we'll see. I mean, I, there's something's going to change. I don't know if it's this year specifically, but it's, it seems to be in motion every day. Yeah, and this is something where uh, China also announcing a currency swap deal with Argentina. Uh, this is going to, once again, Argentina now is going to start uh, carrying renembis and their currency reserves. We've talked about the Petro One, and, and we'll talk more about uh, the Petro One uh, in the next segment. Jason, this is a very real pursuit by the Chinese, and, and I don't think this announcing of adding to their gold holdings uh, is separate from that. I think these go hand in hand. We'll talk about that when we return. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour and the World Gold Council, as we talked about, uh, letting us know central bank buying uh, just just seems to continue pretty much unabated. We're talking about a bad month is thirty to to forty metric tons. We're, we're seeing months now, Jason, where uh, months are. 
200 metric tons, 300 metric tons. Uh, last quarter was 400 metric tons. Uh, I think this quarter, this final quarter, uh, October, November, December, we'll probably see a number about 120, 130 metric tons. Uh, but China now, at least for the second straight month, saying, hey, we're just adding 30 metric tons to our gold holdings. They now officially have over 2,000 metric tons, but a lot of people speculating, and and uh, it was out in the the Times over the weekend, uh, Zoltan Polzar, he's a guy that a lot of people now are talking about. Uh, he's a an analyst over at Credit Suisse. He's been talking about this move to, I guess, de-dollar the world, uh, Brenton Woods 3, uh, the digital money, Jason, that, that, that's coming and, and essentially laying the found, uh, the, the groundwork that, that China's getting ready and starting to set the stage to be a major player in currencies. They want the renminbi, uh, to be used and obviously if it's gonna have a major role in the world, Energy markets have to be part of it because it's so much bigger than any of the other markets. You know, I mentioned 1967 uh, last segment. Think about the the parallels we have uh, right now, Joe, to that. You you had the Cuban Missile Crisis in the early 60s, and and the Russians became a much more darker, ominous enemy. Well, what happened last year? Well, the whole war started. No, Russia's the the bad guy. You know, China's the bad guy. And in 1967, you had all this buying of gold. Well, doesn't that, you know, if, if everything is okay, why are you rushing to gold in 1967? I think, I think other nations knew what Nixon was about to do in 1971, just like we, I think the, the nations of the world know what's getting ready to happen, uh, with a new economic change, Joe. And we got the big boogeyman enemy that's sitting there, uh, making it seem like the world geopolitics is, is, is unstable. And you have all these central banks and countries buying tons of gold. Seems like we're in the, kind of the same place, doesn't it, Joe? Something's getting ready to happen, and everybody's running to gold, and it's all about, hey, uh, for, for countries to be convinced to keep spending dollars, I think that enemy element has to be there, Joe. So we'll, we'll see as, as I think the dollar will start to come down this year, and gold will just go up, and it's going to be quite the ride. Yeah, so Pozar was talking about how China wants to rewrite the rules for the global energy markets. And, and it's the first step was removing the dollar from the orbit uh, of the BRIC countries, right? Brazil, Russia, India, China. Uh, we, we already know that a lot of, a lot of trade between those nations occurring in, in, in Renembi, uh, essentially calling it a weaponization of dollar foreign exchange reserves. And we're seeing it in, in what the central banks are doing because here, here's what they're doing. Here's what we know. When they're buying this gold, they got to sell something, right? They're, they're, they're selling something to buy the gold. And, and what Polzar is saying is they're selling dollars to put gold into their currency reserves. But he's starting to shed, shed some light. We know in December that President Xi was in Saudi Arabia, a uh, big three-day meeting. We know they signed, I, I want to say it was 40 or $50 billion dollars worth of trade deals, uh, but, but something else emerged. And apparently, here's, here's how China's playing this. They're telling all the Gulf nations, 
So not just Saudi Arabia, not just uh, the, the EAU, right? They're talking Iran, they're talking Kuwait, they're talking Iraq, right? All these other nations. And here's what they're saying. They're ready to make commitments, decades-long commitments to buying oil and natural gas as long as these Gulf nations agree to do it in Renembi, Jason. So so a big power play now coming from China. Yeah, uh, and you're talking energy. And once again, it's, it's interesting how uh, our country uh, wants to try to get rid of it, don't pump it, make it make it uh, less uh, less available, right, Joe? Because if you pull off the trick they did in the 70s, the oil embargoes, how is an oil embargo going to make a difference if we're pumping out all we need, right? Doesn't it seem like this is just a, a, a contrived uh, thought through process, Joe, that makes sure that uh, all the oil producing nations can squeeze as hard so that this this brave new financial world that they're putting together is going to come to fruition, Joe. It's it's it's, it's like it's happening, and you can sit there and just watch it. And, and we're watching this, and something else, you know. And again, you don't think it's tied together, but it is. How about India over the weekend? They're now the third largest car market in the world, right? China's the largest car market in the world. We're number two. India is now number three. And, of course, right, making this move, we're, we're anticipating by the end of 2030, uh, India most likely is going to be the third largest economic country in the world. Of course, we're, we're number one in dollar terms. China's number one in stuff. It's just a matter of time. Eventually, China's going to be number one in dollars as well. And, and India on the rise. And now China's out there saying, listen, we're going we're gonna to set your countries up for decades by committing to buy. And here's what, the, what uh, Polzar was saying about what they're talking about. Huge quantities of oil and natural gas. Uh, already uh, more than 25% of all of China's crude imports come from Saudi Arabia alone. And, and Posner saying this is all but guaranteed to happen. And Jason, that's a huge game changer because uh, in foreign currency reserves, the largest piece of every country's foreign currency reserve is set aside to buy energy. And all of a sudden now, that energy, hey, we needed dollars to do it. If, if you don't need dollars to do it anymore, it's a game changer. Ozar is calling for a pretty high gold price this year, isn't he? He Well, he's been calling for a high gold price. He, You know, and I, I haven't seen any specific numbers, but when he, you know, he likes to talk over, hey, three years, five years, ten years, uh, very similar. I, I would put him uh, there with Kiyosaki as far as what they're looking for. But he did say something I thought was really, really interesting uh, as far as what the Chinese goal in all of this. They, he said it's much more patient than any Western mind can fathom. It's about slowly chipping away at the dollar and its throne and, and talking about oil and commodity markets. He said the Chinese are playing a very, very calculated game and they're saying there's not going to be, and this is a part that, that really is interesting because he says, listen, China's not going to make any big announcement. 
They're not going to, they don't, hey, they don't want to draw any more attention than they need to. There's not going to be any loud noise. He said this is going to happen gradually. It's going to be very slowly at first. And the West is going to struggle to find its footing when the new global energy emerges in the longer term future. So again, when we talk, he, he likes to talk about three, five, ten years down the road, but saying, Jason, hey, we always say it all the time, don't we? How did you go bankrupt? Well, it was gradual at first. And that's exactly what he's talking about with the Renembi. And he says, listen, it's just gradual right now. But then, suddenly, right, the West, and primarily the United States, is going to struggle to find its footing, right, with the new global energy order. And, and Jason, that's pretty much how you go bankrupt, right? Well, it was gradual, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, and then all of a sudden, it was sudden because I, I couldn't make the payments anymore. Yeah, I think a large part of this inflation we're having, Joe, is, is that uh, America is starting to be repriced the actual price of goods and services. You know, we've been, you know, the the world reserve currency for so long that some of these these goods and services, which have gone up in price over the years, you know, think about how expensive things have gotten over the years, Joe, and the quality of things have gotten gone down year after year after year. But now, I mean, even though these cheap quality the goods are cheap. Other countries have to pay a lot more. Their their percentage per uh, for their income for these goods that, that are made, they pay a higher percentage. Well, we're we're moving that direction, Joe. You're starting to see cheaper, you know, cheaper, worse quality goods just becoming so expensive. I was, you know, I, I can't believe every day that I buy something, Joe. And you you got to be doing the same. You, you buy certain items, and we get that there's inflation, but some of it's like, look how crappy this thing is, and I'm paying how much for it, right? Just things that don't even work, right? It really is shocking here. And, again, we're also going to see huge losses from central banks. A lot of these central banks are buying gold to offset losses from these dollar holdings. The Swiss National Bank just reported a huge loss. you got to remember, our central bank now is going to be losses. We're going to add over $100 billion to the deficit in 2023. Because the Fed went from, hey, we're making a hundred billion dollars on all the debt we, you know, the money we made out of thin air, bought all this debt with. All of those are losing money now, Jason, and it's really going to be interesting to see as all of these central banks start piling up the losses, how all of this works out. Yeah, I saw a chart of the circulating dollars, you know, the circulating, uh, the M2 money sort of in circulation. It's really low. The reason the dollar went up is because because of that tapering that they did, that, that eating you know, or the, uh, the the tightening that the Fed is doing. I saw the number, Joe. It's uh, it's it's lower than uh, the, the only time it got as low as it is now was the uh, 1990s. Remember when Newt Gingrich and they were gonna you know they were gonna right. balance the budget. Balance the, the budget. Alan Greenspan. Hey, we're gonna pay the debt off by 2010. Yep, yep. Exactly. And while the money's circulating supply is lower than that. It's, it's, it, for, for the last 50 years, it might be lower than it's ever been. So that's not gonna that's not gonna stay like that. That just is not the way dollars work as long as, as, long as it's a, a world reserve currency. So things are getting ready to change, Joe. I think the inflation coming down the next few months, the CPI number, 
we're going to get a, a kind of a whip. It's going to go down, it's going to pop, and it's going to go back up. Because anytime you see inflative cycles, especially the 70s and 80s, it pops back up. I think the powers that be know that they can't control an inflative cycle. Uh, they've got it kind of moving with the soft landing. Deal. I think they've got a, a version of it, the way this inflation number is moving a half a percent a month up or down. But it, it could get very rocky, very turbulent here very soon. I, I think we see it come down. I think there's a big breath of a sigh of relief by the markets, and then it just comes back. And I think then you see craziness. And that could just be a it's few like months a now. Fake. Right? That could yeah. be a few months. It's like a head fake. we got to watch for that inflation head fake. Uh, right now, listen, we're still in this test of the digital currency. The United States is in that test. We're getting ready to wrap that up. But the ECB now, uh, who is probably a little farther along than we are, says it's outlining, uh, outlining how credit institution and payment service providers are going to become the supervised intermediaries responsible for all end-user roles in the digital euro ecosystem. In other words, Jason, letting Visa and MasterCard, hey, don't worry, guys, we're going we're gonna to pay you guys uh, to, to run roughshod over our digital currencies, and you'll be the guys that will enforce our rules. Like, hey, you, can only, you only can spend X amount uh, on, on this money on food, or, hey, we just sent you a stimulus check. You're only allowed to spend it on food and rent or whatever it may be. Letting these private institutions know, hey, don't worry, we got a rule for you. Pizza Radio News Hour. Listen, we'll be oh. back right after the break. I gotta turn that mic on. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. The Dow's up two fifty. The S and P's up fifty. The Nasdaq's up two hundred and twenty. Gold's up eleven eighteen eighty one. Silver's unchanged right now, right at twenty four dollars. Crude oil's uh, up a dollar in change, and of course, I think twenty twenty three. I think is going to be the year of volatility. If you want to make yeah. sure you're not involved in that stock market volatility, you're looking for a safe, high rate of return. We, we've got the solution for you, a portfolio where you'll know every month what exactly you're going to be getting. Your interest is compounded daily. You're paid monthly. There are no fees. Uh, in, in the event that you'd like your money back, there, there's no penalty. You get your entire principal return to you. Who am I talking about? You know who I'm talking about. InvestYRefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y, then R-E-F-Y, or call 888-YREFI24, 888-YREFI24. And let's face it, another great bonus is they're the only company out there that's taking these people that have defaulted on their student loans and now have been able, uh, for the right one, for the ones that qualify, the ones that, that can do it, uh, enable them and their co-signers to become productive members of society, the greater good happening in the private industry. We don't need government involvement. Heck, Jason, we've been saying it forever. Uh, one of the one of the two simple things to really fix things is end the central bank 
and get our government back down to a much more manageable size. Yeah, the uh, the reason I've always railed so hard against central banking, and it, it, it's the Fed. It's, it, we had other central banks, and it's essentially the same families. But the reason is, is because all of the crazy stuff that you don't like, there's stuff you're looking at that the government's doing or that, uh, you know, anybody with federal government, any, you know, any the military, you know, all, all, the, all the branches, all that overspending, all that abuse of power, all that corruptness that seems to go unpunished, it's allowed to happen because there's a, a, a power base. It's the money. They, you know, the Fed prints it. The government's hand-in-hand hand with the central bank, and they, they shake each other's hands. It doesn't matter who the citizens are because they don't care. They don't care about you. No, the government hasn't cared about the citizens in decades and decades and decades. And I know there's some new guys that get elected, and they, they, they care for the people, but then they get in the meat grinder, which is Washington, D.C., and then they either spit out or they join. And so yeah, it's just Joe such, and a, I were it's such a big monstrosity. Uh, yep. And again, you don't think this stuff is planned? You know, the ECB is claiming, well, we, we started investigating this this euro uh, digital euro ecosystem in October of 2021. By the way, they're saying that they are concluding this investigation, for lack of a better word. October of 2023. That's this year. And here's what they're saying. They said at that point, EU leaders will decide whether to issue a digital euro. Uh, I can guarantee you, Jason, I think that decision has already been made uh, by these countries. They're saying during the remaining time, the European Central Bank will continue to assess a number of design and distribution options for a digital euro. So, so on one hand, they're saying, hey, you know what, the, the, the nations aren't going to decide until October. But, oh, by the way, uh, we're working on a number of design and, oh, distribution issues. Why would you work on those issues unless they were already going to be put in place? Jason, which, of course, obviously we already know it's coming. Well, Joe, I think what they're working on, and I think that there's some actual honesty in that statement. I think what they're worried about, Joe, and what they're, what they're working on is that they go to a digital currency. They don't want – there's some tests. There's some, some countries in Africa. There's some Central American countries where it's these, these government digital currencies are, are being run side by side with Bitcoin, and they're losing. So they they got to figure out on you know you just got to look at these little countries that are already beta testing this where they they're getting rid of the cash already and then they're going to a digital government currency, and they're seeing how people are going uh, with this. I mean I, I forget which it was it Zimbabwe or no it was one of the one of the African countries they have it sitting their government digital currency they're giving bonuses and giving out free money and doing everything to sweeten the pot to get people to use the digital currencies that's the government, and they're they're running people are running to Bitcoin. So, so, Joe, I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to figure out how to make it fluid, how to, how to make it smooth, how to make it seem appealing. I mean, let's, let's face it with credit cards. Hey, purchase at the store, you get 2% buyback or something, you know, 2% cash back or whatever, right, Joe? They have to figure out ways to make it pay so that nobody runs to it. Because I don't, Joe, I don't know how they can, uh, except for making a loss and you can't use Bitcoin, I don't know how they're going to compete. I just don't know. So, they, so I think they want to go 
the route of, hey, you have to use this because we're going to give you all kinds of bells and whistles versus, hey, we're just going to take the other one away from you, Joe. I, I think that's and, what and, the fighting. And, and, yeah, and I think for the yep. EU uh, and the U.S. Uh, and, and all these other uh, socialist governments, they have so many people on the payroll. Uh, if you're on food stamps, if you're on Medicaid, right, if you're getting any sort of government assistance, I think that, that's just what's going to yep. happen. Hey, from here on out, you, your 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 food stamps is going to come in the form of a, of a central bank digital currency. I mean, it, it's really um, interesting because these third world countries, as Jason's talking about, they don't have that, right? They don't give out you know food stamps and all this other stuff. So they, they've got a, a little different path where uh, you know the nations we're talking about, they, they've kind of got to build at least in, in the United States. You almost have half the half the population that you can simply, hey, whether you like it or not, this is how you're getting paid now. This is how you have to do it. That's a great point, Joe. That's exactly why I think they're testing in these other countries because they don't have the government giveaways. Like, because let's face it, a, a central bank, a Fed coin, so to speak, instituted with our our social programs, very easy. It's like, hey, uh, this is never going to be a back and forth situation with Bitcoin. This is going to be the Fed coin. So I think what it is, Joe, is, is the, the percentage of the population operating outside of what the Fed coin would be. That's what they need to capture. They need to capture everybody else, the, the credit card users, the cash users. Hey, we'll yank the cash, but what are the cash users going to do? Well, they're going to run to gold and silver. They're going to find other ways to, to, to barter with money and stuff. They, they need to figure out how to force people into this thing so that they don't run to an outside source like a Bitcoin. Yeah, exactly. How about this, Missouri, uh, the latest state? We'll get to it at, at, at the beginning of the next segment. Another state not only getting rid of capital gains taxes on gold and silver, but, hey, we want gold and silver to be used as money again. I'll tell you who it is. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Gold's up a dozen now. Eighteen eighty two. Uh, silver's back into positive territory. Back above twenty four dollars. Tenth uh, ounce American gold eagles. These are going to be twenty twenty threes, I believe. Don't hold me to that, but I believe uh, these are going to be twenty twenty threes. We should have them here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, Jason, we were already pretty pretty much the cheapest around at two hundred and sixty dollars. We're taking it down to two forty. I'll get it online as well. Two hundred and forty dollars on tenth ounce American gold eagles, and already our super low silver. As long as I can keep getting it, I'll keep it on. Uh, U.S. silver eagles at seven hundred and thirty dollars, and of course those rolls of dimes at one ten. I'll say this. This is probably the last day on the dimes. Uh, I'm not going to be able to replace those. So if you want to get uh, silver picked up, uh, some 10th ounce American gold eagles picked up, get ready for the the cash to go away, something that you're going to use to barter with things, uh, and potentially in some states being able to use it as money. A bill introduced in Missouri is taking steps to treat gold and silver as money again instead of a commodity, uh, setting the stage up for currency competition. I'll say this. This is something Ron Paul 
talked about forever. Let everything compete. We have the technology. We have the ability. If you want to use gold and silver, great. If you want to use dollars, euros, Bitcoin, uh, you know, whale's teeth, right? Hey, 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 you know, let it all compete. That's the last thing. Here's the problem with that competition. The dollar just looks less and less attractive. Uh, the state is also gearing up to eliminate the capital gains tax on gold and silver. And Jason, Missouri wants to open a depository. So uh, we, we've seen Texas do it, Rhode Island's done it. We're, we're starting to see more and more of this uh, across the country. Let's face it, people have figured out, right, hey, we need to get back to sound money. Uh, by the way, Utah, Wyoming, uh, they already recognize uh, gold and silver as legal tender. Missouri would be the fourth state uh, to do so. But, uh, again, a lot of progress, you know, from where gold was, say, 25 years ago to where it is today, Jason. I want to go back to uh, competing, you know, value competing with each other. It. it, it... There's no way to actually stop that, actually. That's actually happening right now, Joe. All these things are competing. The problem we have is when you have, let's just take the Federal Reserve note, which is used all through the whole world, you have to use that as the middleman, and it's chopping some of the value. So if I want to take some gold and buy uh, some cows, right, Joe? Yeah, I could just trade the gold for the cow, but that's not what people people are con convinced in this world, you know, the industrialized world, that you have to go get the currency of that area or the currency of, of the world, which is the dollar. And the, what's happening when you use that as an exchange, it's, it's used as a weapon against you to take some of that value. You need a little bit more gold because you have to use more dollars to get that cow or vice versa. If you want to sell the cow and get yourself some gold, you have to exchange it in dollars and you, you get eaten alive, especially with the inflation way it is now, Joe. This, it shows you how how valueless all these fiat currencies are when it's taking a bigger chunk every single time to get these goods because they are just robbing it from us. And we went through the entire century of the 1800s, no inflation, Joe, 130 years, no inflation, 140 years, no inflation of any kind. Obviously, with wars and things, there would be some shakeups, but $20 gold piece that we sell all the time on this show, one cow, you know, $20 bill. $20 gold coin, it was the same value, those three things, for over 130 years. And what is it now, Joe? I mean, there's $2,100 for a $20 gold piece. It's the dollars that's robbing you blind, Joe. And then absolutely, and really, you know, it's crazy. Most people don't know. They don't want you to know the history. They don't want you to know how we went over 100 years with no inflation, how a $20 gold piece bought the same thing, you know, uh, 50 years ago that it did. You know, think about the dollar since we've gone off the the gold standard in 1971. It's lost something, what is it, like 98% of its value, right, since 1971. Uh, you know, that's what gold prevented. It had tremendous buying power. It had tremendous purchasing power. You couldn't print money out of thin air. You know, you want to end a lot of these wars. Going back on a gold standard would probably do it, right, because you couldn't afford to pay for the war. You know, Joe, it's something I didn't – we haven't mentioned. I should be mentioning this more. I was talking to my wife over the weekend, and uh, you just got to go to the, what the go to buy the bank's terminology. Think about how backwards it is. Uh, when you're talking to a bank and you're dealing with debt, they call it credit. It's credit. Hey, how much debt can you service? It's how much credit. It's, hey, you're getting the credit. But 
What do the banks call it when they have cash in there? They call it a liability because the banks know they don't want to hold on to it. It's a hot potato, right, Joe? Right. How fast can we get it off of our books? Uh, And, again, this is why you put gold and silver away, uh, 10th-ounce American gold eagles. uh, And we'll have delivery in the next couple of weeks here at $2,040, U.S. silver eagles at $730. And then, of course, the rolls of dimes. Last day on the dimes here at $110. And just to let everybody know, listen, we don't we don't sort through our rolls of dimes, quarters, and half dollars. You're going to get, you know, circulated or better condition. We don't take away take out the nicer ones. We don't take away the mercury dimes or the barber dimes, like all these other places like to do. And and then they'll they'll send you sell you some cheap damaged ones. Uh, but oh, you want you want nicer looking material? Oh, you wanted mercury dimes? They charge you those huge premiums. We don't do any of that stuff. Uh, at $110 a roll today, 800-951-0592. When we get back, how big of a difference in the oil markets is China's reopening? Well, Bloomberg and Reuters just said China's uh, refiners have placed orders due in two weeks, and it's a huge jump. I'll tell you about it next. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason wrapping it up here. Patriot Radio News Hour on this Monday. Uh, gold's up fourteen dollars now. Eighteen eighty four. Uh, silver back above twenty four dollars here. Twenty four oh five. Jason, China, uh, Bloomberg, and Reuters both reporting China's refiners. They're the large. By the way, China, the largest importer of oil in the world, just. Uh, put in orders 20% increase from what they were importing, Jason, just four weeks ago. So this reopening in China, kind of like Jason said, listen, we're going to have inflation kind of fall for a little bit, but but probably just a head fake, and then we're going to see it reemerge here. Uh, if, if China reopens up and really gets it going again, Jason, we're going to see much higher uh, energy prices a lot sooner than people think. Part of that inflation going down is going to just be uh, uh, demand destruction. Anyways, Joe, I don't think, like, for food, I don't think food stops coming down. But I think cars and, 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 and hardware, you go to the, you know, the Home Depot or you go to Walmart and buy junk, I think you'll see the prices uh, flatten out a little bit here pretty soon. You'll see that CPI number. You'll see all these gears in motion. And then, you know, a few months, five months, four months, I don't know, three months, eight months, It'll all come back really hard. I, I think we're going to see an inflation wave, Joe, that's going to make what we just went through seem a lot nicer. Right? It won't be hugely more, worse than it is, but it's going to be worse. I, I, I think CPI numbers at 9 and 10, Joe, could, could actually happen by the end of this year or next year. I I don't see how you stop it. There, there's too much in motion that's going, it's shoving this thing into a new – what is it? The Great Reset, right? Yeah, exactly. And it just, again, if they, we're relying on a central bank to make these decisions when uh, they've been completely closed. I mean, we talked about it earlier. We're talking about the, the 90s and Newt Gingrich, Alan Greenspan, saying that the debt was going to be paid off by 2010. 
Right? And here we are, we're staring down at $40 trillion. I mean, this is how clueless and baseless these guys really are. Get yourself protected. 10-ounce gold eagles at 240 Rolls of silver eagles at 730 And, of course, the dimes at 110 at 800 951 And, Jason, you know, it really is going to be... Uh, very interesting what the number looks like on Thursday on that CPI. I think that's the big number this week is what does that Thursday number look like. Uh, I'll say this. The market's going to be disappointed at anything over seven uh, and, and, and anything in the sixes. And, and obviously, Jason, the lower in the sixes it goes, the happier they're going to be. And maybe the faster the uh... – rate hikes uh, go down to nothing. So we'll, I think Joe's going to be right. It's going to be a half point in February, but well, we'll see. We'll see if the number comes in at 6-4. You never know. You get a 6-4, and then in February, uh, you never know, right, Joe? But yep. you know, it's, it's yep. And we haven't gotten last... a lot of retail. Macy's has come out and said, ah, we didn't make the numbers. It wasn't a great Christmas for us. Lululemon was out today, said, hey, we sold stuff, but we had the market down. Our margins weren't very good. Uh, but, but at least today, anyway, we haven't seen the, any big waves of layoff announcements. Jason, we'll see what happens in the next few weeks. Yes, the next, next couple of months are going to be really interesting. So 2023 is, is, you know, there's a path that's chosen, Joe. It's just, I think it's always been how fast is this thing going to move in a certain direction or how slow is it going to move? That's, that's all there is to it, Joe. We, you know, Patriot Trading Group, just let's that last segment. We don't deal in credit or liabilities. We sell money. Gold, right, Joe? That's it. 800-951-0592. Jason and I were coming back with the half-empty cup and a, and a first-time guest on the half-empty cup as well. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.